Jason is here. Hey, I'm Jason Ward from Making Star Wars on Net. How's it going, Rob? Fat bastard, bastard, bastard. Bastard, bastard, bastard. Fat bastard. Man, I was just pulling the uh, clip of George Lucas, uh, Carrie Fisher calling George Lucas, saying that George Lucas has an S and M fetish, a BDSM, <laughs> and uh, but it was it wasn't complying. So I almost got it. I almost got it, but I didn't get it today. But I can't find that that other the other clip of why you sent it to me. That that interview. I was like looking through it. I just can't find it. I was like, ah, whatever. But um, yeah. So there's obviously not like a, a lot going on in the Star Wars sphere. That's real. I'd say. Um, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. We'll we'll like talk a little bit about it. Just just our opinions, not anything backed by sources or anything like that, you know? Mm. Um, and then uh, just now they announced that the Ghostbusters show there's tomorrow. So if you're a Ghostbusters fan, like I, I'm a Ghostbusters fan. And uh, so I'm excited for the uh, that that new movie because I think that new Ghostbusters movie, I think if it comes out and it's good, then the Ghostbusters got a future. But I think that, that last one was a good movie up until like the last quarter of it. And then it became all about... The, the original Ghostbusters movie for some reason. And it just kind of like mm, the movie just doesn't really work that well in the big picture. And like, so I think this is like the first real, like here it is. It's just the Ghostbusters movie. Unless they manage to just do that again. I don't know if they, could they do that again? Oh. But the, it's, it's like ice themed, right? It's called the frozen empire. So I can't see how it's going to be. I feel like this might be like the first real original Ghostbuster story we've had in a while with my point. So weird. It's so mm -hmm. weird with Ghostbusters because you know Jay Michael Straczynski, great writer, mm -hmm. wrote. Uh, I thought of everything he knows. I know he wrote the entire first season of the f real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah, you know he gave us Boogeyman and all that stuff, dude. You know it's right. like, why not just? Some people say he's an asshole. But I'm like, so so what? Like that doesn't mean anything. Uh, why don't they just go back to J. Michael Straczynski and just have him create your universe? You know what I mean? Of Ghostbusters stuff. Because he seems to understand how to write a version of the Ghostbusters well, that isn't trying to be necessarily Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Hal Ramis, which I believe is impossible to recapture. You can't remake SCTV. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... SNL tries to do that every fucking season in some way. You, you can't right. go back to... To, to comedy chemistry and then just throw it and it goes the same with Han Luke and Leia you can't just go like oh these three people I mean fucking Harrison Ford you're just gonna go find Harrison Ford right now good fucking luck on that one you know oh, he's probably crashing his airplane into somebody's house so you know it's not that hard he's up in the air so uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> what if I was hoping when he crashed his airplane he had escaped with a yellow rubber wrap and proved it just to prove it could be dead. Like it yeah. could survive. You know. <laughs> but what I was trying to say is, you know, he managed to create a universe that that is, you know, clearly feels like Ghostbusters is mm -hmm. those characters in a form, but was totally its own thing. And in many ways, you know, for good or for bad, has shaped people's view. People tend to think of Ghostbusters with the cartoon more than the movie because they say things like Slimer. No, mm -hmm. Slimer that comes from the cartoon. It was, it was yeah, Slimer in the movie. It comes from the cartoon, and it comes from the uh, from like marketing of of Ecto Cooler and shit like that. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. So Slimer just, was even the name of one of the cartoon spinoffs. That was at one point it becomes Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. 
So like relying on Jason Reitman to figure out a whole universe is <laughs> odd to me because it's not really his wheelhouse. And and that third movie a real proton feels back. like I know I just rewatched Stranger Things season two, episode <laughs> one last night, one mm-hmm. and two, when they're trick-or-treating as Ghostbusters and everything. So mm-hmm. it's kind of in the vibe for some reason. But like the um the third act of the last film, I I appreciate uh studio like when they do test screenings i actually think it's important you know i actually do believe it but you can take the wrong inferences from test screenings and it fat that third act felt like they got the wrong inference like they were like it doesn't really feel like ghostbusters or something and so they just threw in little tiny marshmallow bed and they threw in the actual yeah you know. <laughs> you know? I, I, I would tell you about, about about my idea for that one for that part how, how I would have post credit sequence makes no sense if you hadn't seen. If you're a kid who's never seen Ghostbusters, you don't even yeah. know what's going on. What, what I think the, the the classy way to have handled that because they clearly just have this random idea from somewhere about baby Ghostbusters because somebody saw Baby Yoda or something. And they're like, we got to do this, right? Also, what the things kids done was they, they should have they should have had Paul Rudd's character having lived in New York when the original Ghostbusters thing happened. Remember when all fucking hell's breaking loose and there's like yeah. zombies driving cars? They should have had a, a flashback to when he was a kid in New York and the Stay Puft little dudes do run around his house and like just have it like where it's like really freaked out about ghosts. Because the whole thing is I ain't afraid of no well, ghost. And nobody's ever fucking line. afraid of a ghost in the movie! Ever! So there, make somebody afraid. In mm-hmm. the real Ghostbusters that did a pseudo sequel to the Ghostbusters movie, where it actually yeah. picks up from the Marshmallow Man thing, right? And they all have it shows how they got their colored outfits. Why are their outfits different colors? Is basically it in the car, you know? Because everyone was asking that they wrote a they wrote an episode, mm-hmm. so it shows that their brown outfits were covered in that Marshmallow Man goop, and they ended up being haunted, like psycho versions of the Ghostbusters started yeah. to appear. And I'm like, he could have been covered in that marshmallow goop and kept that, and that could have been like something that gets reawakened yeah, and starts the first you know what i mean like it, it's there, all there dude well like, there, there, there were there were like leaks for the movie and all of them came up came up to be true except for that he was supposed to be shandor's offspring and they clearly just like removed all of that from it yeah, for no, some reason no don't no no, no, no no don't shandor but showing a little kid opening but up then they the put him in the movie man. as like the bad guy and then don't use him in that new movie but opening up at the marsh right man bit, that was was that shandor kid, yeah, Evo Shando. No one cares. Yeah. So, no. Um, they got J.K. Sim- Dude, they got J.K. Simmons to play the fucking like guy and who's mentioning the thing. Yeah. I know. You do it. That to me says. That to me says. At some point, it was making sense, and then they cut it all out to make this fucking like homage to the first Ghostbusters. That's so, what like, I the studio wants its member berries, mm-hmm. and I think starting it off with a little kid who then grows up to become a science teacher and he's the only one who remembers Ghostbusters is actually the perfect member berries because that's how you and I experienced Star Wars where we had the Star Wars moment and then everyone just forgot it ever existed. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, what? It's Star Wars. No one cares, man. You know, and you're like, I got this thing. It's all crusty. Oh, it's just crusty. But then it, it something activates it and it comes alive and then that's your first ghost and your kids, yeah. students end up, you know what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. there's your thing, dude. It's not. I don't think this is hard, but like, I do think it's a problem when people come in and they feel they have to rewrite everything from scratch. I've I've been on projects, Jason, where uh, oh, I know, I know, it's universe. I, I'm, a, I'm a universe builder. <laughs> I'm a universe builder. You must understand I this. That. I hate. I hate universe building. Wait, you don't like the Ghostbuster verse? 
No, it's where everyone writes a universe and then they, they think they're gonna like make stories happen in them. Yeah, you know, stories can happen in video game in my universe. You ever play a video game where they built a whole open sandbox and try to put a game no. into it? And, and I don't play works. video games. I make universes. You must understand <laughs> this in my imagination. That explains why it's in a book. Is, is like an Adderall kids ridden. It's a reading rainbow in there. It's got, uh, it's got um, Sigourney Weaver jumping around with Noid lookalikes, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Makes perfect sense. So Ben says, according to Scooters Online, I like Scooters Online better than Scoopers, so let's let's like keep scooters. it. According to Scooters Online, Kevin Feige is taking over Star Wars after Secret Wars. From Secret oh. Wars to Star Wars, Kevin Feige is graduated. Holy smokes, laugh aloud. We are in the stage of Star Wars where if there's nothing going on, bullshit just gets made up. And he said, he said, bullshit when he said it. That's how he said it. And uh, it just gets made up. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the, I mean, if you look at it, um, just structurally, what they've created with this one is once again, it's a redo of Kathleen Kennedy's going to get fired or not get fired, but get fired and leave after Indiana Jones. And then, Kathy Kennedy in real life released Indiana Jones and it fucking flopped. And yet she's still punching in the time card every day. You know what I mean? It's like that Lucasfilm ching and going home, you know? So um yeah, to me, to me, this is just the uh the uh, same. It's the and it's the same grift as the UFO people. Don't worry, guys, in six months, disclosure. Disclosure's coming in six months. Kevin oh, Feige's taking over Star great. Wars and I, I mean, Secret Wars is like 2027, so this one's kind of smart one because you have like three years to, for people to forget. These same people have a million videos telling you how the Marvels is the worst movie that's ever going to be made, and don't go see it. It's all over. While simultaneously saying the guy who was in charge of all that should be in charge of Star Wars, their most beloved property. Well, of all it's time. like it's like Dave Filoni, dude. When something happens that you don't like, Dave Filoni's putting his cowboy hat on, listening to country music, fucking just thinking about good old Donald Trump, and he's definitely not responsible for anything like Reva or anything that I didn't like that happened. So trust me, Kevin Feige is being manipulated by the liberal cabal of baby eaters and they're drinking I the blood oh hey Filoni. warrior i am the warrior you are you <laughs> are i'm more of a you, you didn't do it dave baby you didn't do it it's not you it's not you who went to like a like a women's rights conference uh-huh. and, and and said a bunch of stuff nah, I, wore, I, wore, I wore a pussy hat i did three years ago Right. I was down in LA, Jason had a little pink hat on, a little pink cowboy hat on. And you performed from your your one one man show, the Vader monologues. Uh, I think hey, that's what uh-huh. you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I did it all from my butt. I just turned around and I just spoke out like Ace Ventura. So it's kind of <laughs> a twofer. <laughs> yeah, he said. I remember remember your exact words. You want to see my toothy sarlacc? And every no one wanted to see it. And, and I worked then, it in the show. <laughs> you, you did work it. I mean, it was it was pretty good. It was it did a pretty good job of working it. Honestly, it wasn't forced at all. <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah, um, Feige, not real. I, I have to say, like, 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 let's just pretend for a second it is real. You know, once again, we can't know everything. Maybe this is, maybe this is a ridiculous moment in life where the ridiculousness actually is true. I don't believe that at all, but let's just pretend. Um, I would imagine we would see Feige's Star Wars movie start to come into fruition because it would become the next direction of the star Wars franchise at that point. 
And so if we start hearing a bunch of rumblings, I hate that term. It's so fucking stupid. Rumbling. Rumble, rumble, a rumble. It's just fucking stupid. I, I it hate feels everything like the about 80s Hollywood potato though, chip, like mix. Rumbles, ruffles, Pringles, like, you know, rumbles. You know, you know when they have like a bunch of like overstock that never sold, so then they'll make like a party mix? Yeah. Right? Like rumblings would be like that. Yeah, it makes me think of fucking like Cherry Valens won't fuck me and I'm on the wrong side of the tracks and I'm going to a rumble. You know, Cherry Valens, fucking outsiders, bro. Come on, have some respect. Yeah, wasn't that her name? Pony boy. I hope not. Might just be a porno star name for all I know. I'm not sure. It sounds like one. You know, when I was on the big VHS box types. You know. Yeah. What are you doing here on the wrong side of the tracks? I think I know what you need. Rumbling or rumbling, like log um, Yeah. Yeah. So so, anyways, though, if we if if there was any validity validity to this. Clearly, I don't think Lucasfilm's just gonna want to be like, like I, I know we're gonna have our our corporate stories of where you know Doug from business school just took over and he just turns off the lights and fires everybody and thinks he knows the way. That does happen, mm-hmm. but even in, in a more uh, in a in a handoff that is more structured and nuanced, which is what Disney goes for usually. They obviously didn't pull it off with JPEG, but it's what they go for. They would likely, like I said, they would give Feige Star Wars movie would begin to get really serious because all the world building that's going to go out from it is going to be the next era of Star Wars. So that movie would would have to start to come into the forefront. And it's not even on the fucking table right now, as far as we know. So unless that happens, I say take this as somebody trying to make some of that Twitter bucks, trying to make some Twitter cash, with the with the retweets because right now people are making more money off of bullshit on Twitter slash X than than anything. So I would um if I wanted, you know, people do Twitter for two reasons, money or validation. And um you could tell who doesn't care about validation because they'll just say make made up shit without it be wrong and literally not give a fuck. And so therefore you could conclude that money is the agenda. And um on that one right there, that's going to, if you go out and you say that you're going to get, you know, you know, probably a hundred thousand retweets or some shit like that. I'll, I also know. buy their NFTs. And, and if, yeah, the NFTs, that, those all take. So this is the, uh, this is the, uh, the new grift. And, um, it's the, I mean, it's in, the old grift. It's the grift that was having right before the NFTs. It just went right back. To- <laughs> well, and, and like, like, and, and I, I would like, I'm really, really, truly, happy with the star wars that i got at home so i don't really mind when they they try something different i don't really care if they get the guy who made you know i don't know whatever uh fucking the fraser series to make a fucking fucking star wars series i'm like oh yeah let's see what it looks like sure why not you know it doesn't matter if i don't like it i'll just forget about it but but this guy right but think about the kevin feige stuff is yeah he's made some movies that you guys all like but like every i i feel from as an outsider who doesn't love Marvel, I feel that it everything was quote eventized in the right way with that with that in a way. But I think that those movies are soulless pieces of dog shit. I think that the first Avengers film that Joss Whedon made was literally directed by a fucking moron who just makes a camera float around a room for no reason. Like watch the movie and ask yourself why the camera's ever doing anything it's doing. I, I can't take it. I fucking hate it. And uh, oh no, I fucking hate that movie too. That was dog shit. <laughs> I, I I just felt like I was at a fucking SWAT meet of digital art 
you know, like there's like just like you know, those art that the swap meters like here, buy this, buy this, buy this. I'm just like, why are you just showing me these images? They don't even make sense together half the time. But um, so anyway, so so when it comes to, to Kevin Feige, yeah, did he know how to make some fucking assholes a bunch of money via Marvel? Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, hats off to you, buddy. But at the same time, when I look at your like true output of all of the films that you made, I don't think you're I don't think you're Star Wars caliber guy. Um, if you want to make a Star Wars movie to see what it looks like when he does it, and it's just concentrated on that one thing. I'm up for that that experiment. I think they should do it. I don't see anything wrong with it. But um, being like, oh, that's the guy. That's the only guy who could do Star Wars. Just because you could do Marvel doesn't mean you can do Star Wars. Just because you can do Star Wars doesn't mean you can do Marvel. It's not. Everybody acts like it's just like oh, it's like he just has this. You know, he's a fucking Freddie Mercury of singers. Therefore, he can just do whatever he wants when singing. No, it's, it's not because like you that. can. You can do Stranger Things doesn't mean you can do Star Wars. They keep trying to push that one down. No, they don't. They haven't even put the show out yet, Rob. Because Sean Levy. Yeah, but but oh, you you weren't listening you're about the old Sean no, Levy. You, no, you didn't listen. <laughs> you didn't open your ears, Rob. Uh-huh. She doesn't. They don't. They don't want his Stranger Things. They want Free Guy. Like they specifically yeah, it makes it way better. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But that's you're making you're making it better. You're making it better yeah. for them. They're you get saying, the head producer. You get the, the head producer. And they the want uh, half the series. You know. They want they want free guy in that movie where he's a time traveler who talks to himself as a kid. What's that one? Something like the Ben Project. Adam Project. Adam Project. Yeah. Um, those, those are the uh, the uh, the uh, two movies that 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 were specifically mentioned for the Sean Sean Le- Levy Levy film. So, uh, yeah, but but also, once again, if it comes out and it's dog shit, oh, well, Star Wars isn't dead. It doesn't die. It, you can't even kill this thing. If you never want to see Star Wars again, you're never you're going to see Star Wars the rest of your life, whether you want to or not. And um, you know who should I, be in charge of, of Lucasfilm, Jason? Your mama, your daddy, and your bald-headed granny. Uh, but whoever invented kid cuisine, right? Like, look at marketing. Rob, they don't even make kid dinner. cuisine anymore. Uh, yeah, well, that guy—that means that guy's available, right? Like, I think <laughs> Star Wars is for kids, and I think for kids. the kid cuisine guy knew what he was doing. You know, he, he repackaged TV dinners in blue trays, Jason. And he just said it's blue for kids, trays. and they said, "Oh, okay, that <laughs> yeah, makes it healthier for them." Clever name, you mm-hmm. know, clever yeah. name. How about how about okay? How about my idea, kid dog food? It's like a can of, uh, looks like dog food, but it's kid food. And you just open it up and put it in the bowl, microwave it, give it to the kid. Kid dog Mike food. Dog, or, really. or SpaghettiOs. <laughs> whichever you, whichever name you prefer. Kid dog. More of a beef. Yeah. <laughs> um, Crawling Chaos says, Star Wars Theory is angry that most Star Wars isn't like the Obi, isn't like the Obi-Wan show. Ender got too big a budget according to him. Yeah, Star Wars the theory i don't really understand why anybody gives a fuck about what he has to say i i, I don't mean that like as a, as a dig to, to him it just he never has a good take unless it's a bad take and uh i think he's just more about you know like he's like the kanye go, guy he's like kanye he's tell like star wars theory that we think the kid cuisine guy should be in charge of star wars and just watch yeah the <laughs> actually do that go to his show and just keep asking what's up with the kid cuisine you know, yeah. just just keep, yeah. just ask them when, yeah. when they're going to yeah, be watching that. I can't compute. <laughs> yeah, ask them. Like ask them when they're going to overlords in Loki season one, right? Mm-hmm. Ask them if they got the idea for porgs from the penguin on the kid cuisine box. Just ask. Yes. Them that. 
Oh, that is. See, CJ's in, mm-hmm. yeah. making a lot more sense, isn't oh, it? Oh, Rob, right? Rob, you're not dumb. You're just insane. Uh, yeah, Steve says, so did Ahsoka's ratings... Material, Jason. <laughs> Steve says, so did Ahsoka's ratings blow or what? I missed yesterday's wink session. No, yesterday's oh. session was not a wink session. It was the exact opposite. Oh. We were we we're real about the, the numbers. No, um, it just, I guess if I were, if Bespin were here, he would probably say it's just bang average. That's probably what he would say. Putting words in his mouth right now. But Ben says, hello there, Kevin Feige, the new Star Wars CEO of Star Wars. Sounds very reliable. Yeah, which we already hit on that. I just don't think that's going to be a thing. I mean, I think that might just be like the new version of Kathleen Kennedy's getting fired and Ryan Johnson's fired again, you know? So we'll see. Um, wait, what? By the way, hello, everyone. Men against Amazonian masterhood. I have no idea what you're talking about right now, but it sounds intense. So, like yeah, run this is the one I was looking for. Star Wars Santa, my uh, my sister from the North Pole says SAG after strike is not looking good. Likely things are now going to pause until January to resume talks. I think that's what it sounds like. They are at the very last minute hoping that I might in my, in my opinion that a fatigued sag will just take this last little thing and it's basically according to the Hollywood reporter last night um which it may not be true but it probably is because it's the Hollywood reporter in this instance on a big industry issue I think it's probably true um they're saying that they want the ability to for instance recreate Bella Lugosi without asking SAG, recreate Bella Lugosi without paying a dime to the Bella Lugosi estate. Just the ability to, to like right. do it. Now, I think it's kind of a crazy concept because most likely that's not legal anyhow. That's what's so weird about it. But like Palpatine, they'll make it legal. So I think that's what, what the last part of the fight's about. But Well, the way um, they're making it legal, Jason, is that they're saying that if they ever got a chance to get a digital scan from you. like we paid you mm-hmm. for a digital scan that means mm-hmm. we can use a digital scan even after you're dead so they could just say it's work for hire mm-hmm. that's how yeah. they're making it legal right and that's just yeah. like yeah it's you know and it's and it's really for the people the big star earners right they're like we, we're basically talking about tom cruises you know we're talking about that's what that's that's i think that's the sleight of hand I think they act like that, but in, in reality, we know that like people we've known even um, on Star Wars go in and they get scanned. Right, and, so anyone with a digital scan. Basically. Yeah, because because like like the, there there's no all of a sudden, oh, you become Hollywood royalty and you get like a little blue check mark like Twitter used to have, and then you yeah, I mean on. they have like, a problem, Jason. Like mm-hmm. Lucasfilm specifically and Disney have a problem. Uh, they got one guy as the face of a billion clones. And that mm-hmm. guy ain't gonna live forever, and they ain't gonna want to pay that guy or his estate. Yeah, and, you know, but and but also all, man. but all, all you do is you wait until we're about five years out, and Tamara Morrison is is retired, and you show up at his house one day, and you're like, "Hey, buddy, would you like you know fifty grand?" And we could you know, realistically, they actually already have his likeness from two thousand two. I would bet that they they actually own it in perpetuity from back then. But um, but let's just pretend they don't, and because yeah, uh, we don't because we don't know. So then yeah. they would simply just go up and offer him, you know, whatever amount of dollar, um, something like low, and and he may be like, well, 
I'm already a fucking toy. I'm already known as Boba Fett. I mean, yeah, I'll take the money. I remember back in the day, um, I saw an interview with Mark Hamill. And I'd like to find this. If anybody sees it, send it to me, please. But it was basically saying that after that, he was he was saying he was still on like a retainer at Lucasfilm, kind of. And every year he got like 10 grand in just in case they wanted to do another Star Wars movie. And I always found that really, really fascinating. But I, I think that might be an insight into the old way of how do you do this? How do you like before likenesses and, you know, like when we look back at the at the um, back in the day, like I was laughing about the Ghostbusters backpack I just pulled up. I think I was telling you, I'm like, when you and I were kids, we would have died for that Ghostbusters backpack costume in 1984, 1985. Like if I could have gone to kindergarten as a Ghostbuster that year, right. I would have been so fucking happy. And we took four years almost for them to make a proton pack toy. Yeah. And, and I mean, just like, just think about Crazy. that. Think about that compared right. to like now, now they're like, they're changing the proton pack in the movie because they want to cut the cost on the toy before they even do it, you know, and shit like yeah. that. Like it's a whole different world. Uh, things change so much. And I, I think we're at another one of those like phases with the, with AI stuff and the studios are of course trying to find the way to get them the most options to fuck people over. And, um, you know, it's it's super fucking weird because the whole industry now is lagged up on this one thing that realistically isn't even legal. Like realistically, they're like SAG isn't the law. They're, they're not the government. Most likely the governments would eventually say you can't do that. It would it would become an issue. It would begin to tie up tie up like courts at some point. You know, and like, and then on top of that, when we are talking about the big boys, when we're talking about our Harrison Fords or Peter Mayhews, no, that's a different big boy, but like our big or big actors where we're like, we're, we're they're already going to have sold their likeness to the IPs for big cash anyways. That's why I don't believe it. Like, and I know certain people like Tom Cruise, like they can't make a Funko pop of Tom Cruise as the vampire Lestat. He won't let his likeness be used, right? That's a weird one. But for the most part, um, do you have a Harrison Ford action figure? Yeah, Harrison Ford has sold his likeness to, to Star Wars before. They might also even own his in perpetuity. I'm curious if they do. But I think Carrie Fisher claimed that that they did. Or maybe they just took it before they even had to do that because it was so early in the process of merchandising films. But I uh, want JD Roth's likeness to host of the game show Funhouse. Funhouse, yes, yes, right? yeah. I want to. I, I, I've always called him the. Good, he, that's the good Bill Maher. Okay. JD Roth is the good Zach from Say by the Bell. Like, like. <laughs> what? Yeah, go look at him. Yeah. What JD, JD Roth? Roth? Yeah. From from Funhouse. Yes, yeah, from Funhouse. Y you see Zach. Huh? No, eight-year-old Rob Sazak. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Dude, now, but, no. But but once again, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to to look. Oh damn it! We're it, it's it's a straight up plain plain of video. Hold on, I'm gonna share it though. Um, no, no, this motherfucker is Bill Maher. I thought Mark Summers and Mark Harmon were the same guy when I was no, a kid. All right, <laughs> you are. I don't. Does anybody ever told you that you might be face blind? Look, look at him. Look at him. That is fucking. That is like. That is like the good young. They're gonna pick a Bill Maher. All I see is the crazy shirt. Sure, that's the, the problem. No, look, look, Rob, just look up, Rob, at his face. Uh, just look at his face. And then that is not like Zach. Myers mask. Now. I mean, Zach would wear correct. that shirt for yeah, sure. Yeah, I get it now, but eight-year-old Rob had a different view on life, Jason. 
I'm sorry, but your eight-year-old probably needs his ass kicked. All right, anyway. Okay. I did get my ass kicked all the fucking time. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Not Stand the victim me. blame, but going to say you kind of deserved it. Uh, <laughs> kidding. Uh, the real bad man is that the Ghostbusters are The weekend. real Jason comes out on <laughs> Oh, shit. The Fortnite Jason. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. You know what, man? Fortnite's sorry. serious. Too funny. Yeah, Ben says, yeah, the Kevin Feige stuff is, is stuff is all over the internet right now. Uh yeah. They got I mean, one the... echo trailer, Jason. See what see what I told. This is why I told Santa. You get one trailer that pleases mm-hmm. the internet and everything is forgiven. Mm-hmm. They got one echo trailer, Jason. And now they're like, Kevin Feige should be running the Star Wars. Like it's just like it's yeah. It just this is how nothing's changed, right? Like we're not getting older and like new rules are popping up. We're getting older. And you're like, it's just the same old rules. And people are just acting like this shit didn't even happen even three years ago. Like it's just the dumbest thing ever, man. Yep. You know, it is. Oh, Colin, Colin. Uh, actually I had a, I had a DM from you. I needed to answer, but I've been so busy, but um, it says Colin, Colin says worse scented starts rumblings from the house of mouse because the force is back. Yeah, I hate that shit. It's so fucking lazy and stupid. Very and like, cool. N- nobody reads that and goes, that's delightful. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like the editor should really punch himself in the dick. Or I, or in the vag. Or in the they. I don't give a fuck. One of the but few should... things Red Letter Media ever did skit-wise that I really liked was their nerd mm-hmm. crew, right? <laughs> That was pretty up. funny. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rumblings from the house of mouse. That's how they should open. Yeah, that, that show. Like, ever bring that one back? Like, <laughs> I do love. I do lo- love their their show, Best of the Worst. I think that's the best thing that they. Ever I like when they just sit and talk about you. But I'm saying when they do skittish, yeah, skit stuff. You know, like because mm-hmm. that that's like every every you know beat from every movie nerd show thing put together into one thing. Yeah, pretty funny. Pretty good. So, as it says, EA have a 30 hour FPS at home play test you can sign up for. It starts this week over a few days. I've been told they asked Star Wars questions in the sign up survey. I assume it's a respawn game. Ooh, can you send me the the uh the link to it? Everybody should 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 sign up for it and try to get in. Um put it in the chat if you can. Unless it's like I, bad I politics it. for you. I don't want it. What? Nah, I'll wait. What? I don't look, man. I I'm not a play tester. All right. What? No. It's, about, it's not about that, dude. We're trying to get the info. Um, yeah. the calling case says, and the movie director known for the love drama did Empire Strikes Back, but he also did RoboCop too, which was not good. Yes, yeah, Pretty RoboCop. Sure. Yeah, RoboCop two is, it's it's weird. It's it's a, it's such a, it's one I can't well, get off, my mind RoboCop, about. You had a had a script by Frank Miller who who writes fun mm-hmm. comics but has never written I mean come on have you seen the spirit you know mm-hmm. not, the, the story for RoboCop 2 was not very good like everything about RoboCop 2 was not very good and one cannot again those movies should never be sequelized or made more of they should be put into video games because right. if you're going to like just commercialize something at least let me be RoboCop right yeah we can let it go as a video. Robocop has worked fine as even as a 2D NES game, you know, but as a movie franchise, remember it had a video, it had a cartoon, Jason. This so you know, I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. I mean, I watched the original Robocop movie. It was the one of the best V I think I saw that one on VHS first. So I think rented it like 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 when it 
first hit VHS. I didn't get to see it in the theater. And uh, on the first one, I saw the second, the third one in the theater. Third one made me want to cry. Um, yeah. But uh, I heard that 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 the new RoboCop video game like kind of captures some of the original film's sort of tone and stuff, and that it's fun. But I haven't it's tried. Like it. David Fincher made a horrible Alien sequel, so just you know his career is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Sif Gerber says, Howdy, folks. I think the Kid Cuisine guys already tried Star Wars. It's called Resistance. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Good one. Good one. Good one. <laughs> I like that. But you yeah. got to work on his name, isn't punished enough, by the way. Sif Gerber is not. Uh, I think that's yeah. what makes I think that's what makes it a little more know, cutting because you're like, Oh, it's a little uh, Care Bear. Yeah, Needs some, need some workshop. Hmm. Needs to workshop that one. You need to work, workshop it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, well, you know, we'll, 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 we'll have a, we'll have a sit down with them and we'll like figure it out. We'll make sure his, his girlfriend approves too. Cause she's, By the way, not, she I haven't told Santa yet, Jason, yeah. mm-hmm. but I came up with the name for Mike Porter. Okay. The chosen pun. The chosen pun. There you, that, <laughs> huh? That should be his, that should, his name shouldn't be like Mike Porter 9997285454. I think you right. just created his new name. I think the you chosen should. Pun. Yeah. I think that's, that's what's fair. Come on, but um, what 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 what's old Mister Murphy saying? Uh, not Murphy from RoboCop, different Murphy. CG Luke, CG Tarkin, CG for everyone. Yeah, I mean, if I, I like, in my opinion, if if the you know the people who own the likeness or the person themselves wants to sell their likeness, fucking do it. I don't know if I would want to do that, but if you want to do that, do it. Take that money, do what you want with it. Fine, cool, and that that's. I think everybody pretty much feels that way. Like if you're not comfortable with it, if you know, don't do it. And um, I find it a little bit weird. Like Tom Cruise won't do it, but yet he's basically sold in the same way as everything else. That one's a little bit weird, but maybe it's religious. I don't know. But anyways, I, it's so dumb that movies, productions, all of Hollywood is going to be held up at least another three months based off of this one random uh, we we want to do this egregious thing, and ironically, they accuse George Lucas of it, which I find kind of fun because Lucas is always somebody who was a bit ahead of the curve on the te- technology in Hollywood. He usually knew where things were going to go and how it was going to going to respond to things in, in most ways. Um, not his phone films, but you know the industry. He was good with it. And um, a few years ago, there was a filmmaker who's like, yeah, supposedly they're trying to recreate all the old Hollywood actors at ILM. And Lucas wants oh, to yeah. do a movie no. with all of them. Yeah, no, I, I am Jason. I don't know if you're aware, but I got the uh, the scan of Suzanne Summers back in uh, the step by step days. And who's laughing now? Huh? Right? Huh? 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 Man, Suzanne. Yeah, I'm Summers. gonna bring it back. We're gonna do some some new thigh masters. No, you know, you know, you yeah, you made Susan Suzanne Summers probably famous. She she probably was in. She probably was in. What do you call it? Because she was in American Graffiti. In, oh yeah. Uh, Wait, what? Company. Yeah. She was? Yeah, she was a little weirdo, a little blonde weirdo. Huh. I thought that was Heather Thomas. Huh. Nope, nope. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. I was too busy trying to hit on Laverne. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I gotta I, go. Bye. Yeah, Laverne <laughs> was pretty cute. She was, she was, she was kind of Carrie Fisher cute. Uh, here's a question about the deceased actors. I wonder if there's anything they're they're trying to argue. Like, for example, if the actors were gone for so long, do they fall under public domain? And like, in reality. That's supposed to more or less be true, but of, of but obviously public domain laws were created before 
we have this digital technology. So it was, you know, it's like the gun arguments you have today when they're like the laws were envisioned before we had the kind of weaponry, weaponry that we have today. So it's sort of like, well, how do you really contend with it? You know? And, uh, but everyone's when, got a right to a nuclear weapon, Jason, just put that one up on your law. <laughs> hey, that's what I say, man. Let's fucking do it, dude. Let's fucking just, I say we just give everybody fucking nukes, dude, and we all do a fucking big New Year's countdown and hit the button, bro. Let's do it. But no, um, yeah, but it, it, it's it's it is true. Like, I mean, it, the laws were originally created from my understanding initially is that you were to create something, introduce it into the culture. Um, you had about 20 years to profit off of that. Then it belonged to the world. And that was your contribution to society. And society was allowing you to profit off of your thing. But now that the corporate overlords have taken over, um, well, it's they own it forever. There was back in 97 when they were doing the Star Wars special edition, there was a lot of talk that he was only doing the special edition of Star Wars to give the copyright to Star Wars another 20 years. And that's why he did it. And that's also why he was not allowing the re-releases to come out like that's, but they, they've managed to, I, from what I understand, shape copyright law in a lot of interesting ways since then, you know, and that's, what's kind of fucked up is when we get, you know, if you, if you go to the, to the future of the West in 200 years, if it even exists, um, the culture won't own a fucking thing, you know, and then the, nothing. That's, that's socialism though, Jason. Oh, that's what I'm afraid of. Corporations should own everything, not people. I'm just, I'm just really afraid of. I'm not going to get to own all the property, you know. Um, I wonder what Crispin Glover's opinion is of all of this. You know what? It's, I think it's two words: clowny clown. Oh, three <laughs> words: clown. Say clowny clown. Clowny clown. <laughs> clown, clown. So, um. I think that's Chris Breezy. I can't fucking tell because your name looks like it was written in on the blood of a murder bathroom. I can't tell yeah. what that says, but let's just pretend it's Chris Breezy because it looks like him in his little tiny picture. It's a little tiny little spree. Yeah, we like you call it douche Latin. And and if you're not, we're just gonna call you Little Spreeze. That, that's your new name, Little Spreeze. Little Spreeze. Um, Jason and Rob, do you still believe we are getting two movies in 2026? Slim chance. Like, I, 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 total out of Hollywood? Yes. Just two. Yeah. No, this um, new movie and because uh, that's 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 okay. Well, I heard Kevin Smith is taking over Marvel and Kevin Feige is taking over the View Askew universe and that's the only <laughs> movies we're getting. <laughs> so Kevin Feige's clerks. Chris Hemsworth is Randall, but yeah. Um, in terms of uh, two movies in 2026, I think it's a bad idea. Uh, I don't think that they should. I I honestly think that failing on that goal would be filling upward in this instance, because the one thing that happens with Star Wars is when people feel like if they're too close together, they think like, oh, I already saw it. Or they think they can't already be doing that already. That's egregious. And then they just like look the other way on it. And then on top of that, you also have people are like, oh, I like this one themed Star Wars and this other themed Star Wars I don't like. And they just pick like people are kind of conditioned to think in binary. I like this or that. You just want a Darth Bane trilogy, Jason. I need a Darth Bane trilogy. Listen, all I want is the experience. 
first book's back. It's all I want because back then my mom and dad weren't together. <laughs> they were they loved each other and we were a happy family and I was reading the books and Mara Jade was gonna totally fucking sleep with Luke Skywalker. He didn't die a virgin. That just hurts my feelings that he never got to know the love and touch of a woman. They just like to keel over with their head between their knees and chant Darth Plagueis the Wise <laughs> over and over again. Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Glover has to consider the value of his sick dance move in front of the 13th part four. Yes. Yes. Now we're talking. It, it's kind of weird, like, because we have focused so much on Crispin Glover's just being rad in general that whenever I see him in like Friday the 13th and even back to the future, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's weird he's in this. He wouldn't do this. <laughs> but he did it, you know, because he was he was new. So Wait, what the fuck? Here's a real question. Why the fuck are shields so rare on Fortnite now? Uh, Because that's how it used to be in Fortnite OG. Like in Fortnite OG, you used to have to pick up the uh, two small little shields, put two of those, then get a big one, top it off. That was the whole like kind of like quest. And they ended up making it really easy to get shields eventually because they kind of do do that thing where they like let everybody win a little bit. But um, Kevin Feige, take Pistol Pete says, Kevin Feige taking over Lucasfilm would be like trading Palpatine for Snoke. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, I don't know. I, I honestly, though, I think the real question, not that we have any say, but I think the real question is like, what do we want from the next person who takes over for, for Star Wars? Like, what do we really want change? And I don't mean, oh, we want Snoke movies. I don't mean that. I mean, like, what kind of, of person? Like, Kathleen Kennedy seems to really adhere to the author theory very heavily. And early on, she was doing it, I think, because they were there was sort of this idea of let's try to recapture the imagination of a 31-year-old George Lucas and apply that to Star Wars. That's that's the essence of what was really working because a more sophisticated George Lucas brought us the prequels, where it's like it's sophisticated, but it's also rather stupid because it's Star Wars at the same time. And um, and it doesn't really work super well for everybody in that way but what worked for everybody and so anyways they were going for that and uh yeah but kevin feige i just don't know why you would want somebody who's already like done a whole thing and has their ways set with uh marvel and how it should work and and all that's going to happen is they're going to bring kevin feige over and he's going to spend five films figuring out what doesn't work for Star Wars that used to work for Marvel scratching his head and having a learning experience. I, I don't care. I don't want that. I don't, I don't need that. So that's why I'm a little bit like, who gives a fuck about the idea? The idea isn't even like really that great. And if we look at it from Disney's perspective, it's not good because all you're doing is you're taking, you're just moving your problems around. Capitalism likes to do that. Capitalism doesn't solve things. It just moves the problems around. So maybe that's exactly what the, what they'll do. That said, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if Disney was like, fuck no, we're not going to let Kevin Feige leave to go to Star Wars. Like, why would we fucking do that? Why would we want to lose him off Marvel? The thing that makes us more money, you know, unless he was like going to quit. Unless it was this or that. But I'll tell you this much. If it was, I imagine Kevin Feige would be talking about Star Wars all the time. If he loved it that much, he was thinking about that much, and it was that big of a deal to him that he was giving Disney the ultimatum and they were taking it, I think we would have so much more buzz about about Kevin Feige um, being, you know, involved in that. Now, 
for Kevin Feige, I could see him being like maybe when they do go to find the uh, successor to Kathleen Kennedy, like if they do look for one, you know, maybe he would play a part in it. But maybe he might, you know, play a part in in the uh, you know who would be I good, like a hut or something, like a, like a consultant, you know. Oh, on it, yeah. No, no, no. Like he would like maybe he would consult on it. Maybe he would be part of the process. But it's like. Kathleen Kennedy is just like it. She's, I, some people, the creative producer thing with her is a weird one because we can look back at her career and all of the great films that she did and then look at like the creative input that she had. And it's not that notable. It's more like sense. She has clear sense on that's not going to work. Here's how we get the problem solved, and here's how we get the movie made. Are you trying to find an auteur producer, Jason? Because well, no, that's... that no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that Star Wars needs to move away from that entirely because that's the right. problem. Like, like, like I'm in my, you, Jason, I know my opinion, answer. don't hire Sean Levy because you want a Sean Levy Star Wars film. Hire the people who wrote the Sean Levy films you liked to write a Sean. The yeah. what was that? And then, and then hire Sean Levy just to direct it, and it streamlines the process and it speeds it up. As opposed to Sean Levy needs to now come in and figure out development, learn the universe, write the fucking thing, even though yeah, he doesn't write most I of his other answer. shit. It's easy. Okay. It's an easy answer. Okay. I'm, I'm being serious, right? It's the video okay. game people. Yeah. The video game folks. They know how to handle multiple game, large universes, big productions, well, thousands of people. Those I, scripts are 900 pages long, Jason. You know? And that's and but that's exactly the other side of I think that methodology. Now, number one, I'm up for the experiment. I'm not saying to take over for Kathleen Kennedy. You're just talking about a movie now, I think, right? Huh? Oh. You're talking about a movie now. I mean, but I mean, but the, the thing about it is, yeah. But down like, the way, if you're gonna mm -hmm. if you're going to groom, for the lack of a better fucking word, right? Yeah. Someone into but, saying, hey, you know, I've known really good songwriters, not the ones. To, to do it right now I, I can't think of name one movie producer no that's what i'm saying it's probably lucasfilm it's it, not it's not there like no and 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 so anyways like i said i i've known but i, I just to he, talk about to interact with your point is that it like i've known people who could write really really good very long songs but if you wanted them to write a two-minute pop song it would fucking kill them and so sometimes the ability to write a 900 page script does not mean that you can that's do like the 200 game. You know what I mean, though? No, but I mean, it, 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 it's like when you have all like, like role playing game people, like uh, Dragon Quest. I love Dragon Quest games, but it's like, do we, do we ever see like, like that? Did, did the guy who did Dragon Quest, did he create Dragon Ball Z or just the art style? No, 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 no. Y Yuji Hori created Dragon Quest. That's what I'm asking like, you. Toriyama is the artist. He teamed yeah. up with, the, he was, he had already made. Okay. Dragon Ball or Dragon Boy at the very least, and then hired him to do the lead art. Okay. And then they teamed up with uh, Sakaguchi-san to create Chrono Trigger. They all three put that one together. My 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 point is, we just rarely see people jump medium successfully. You know, uh, I wouldn't like like Rob Zombie. I, I like his his early stuff musically, but as movies, I think they're. I just don't think boring. there's a giant jump though in the production of triple a video games and hollywood mm -hmm. movies there's not yeah you know i mean matter of fact go look at spider-man 2 and tell me what's the difference i mean other than having to get performances out of hollywood act they get performances out of performance capture actors so it's even then it's not and those are cinematic level mm -hmm. perfectly acceptable fine not gonna win oscar shit but what marvel movie is right like yeah so 
Yeah. I don't know, man. And and they understand sequence driven. Star mm-hmm. Wars is all about sequence driven screenplays. I'm I'm convinced. Good Star Wars has big has at least the killer sequence in the, the trench run, the mm-hmm. asteroid chase, the speeder bike moment, the pop. The, uh, the, the uh, films should have it, yes. Uh, 100%. Yes, and video game folks understand that. Producers mm-hmm. don't. Uh, Hollywood producers don't. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's like, it's like, look at what DC did. They got right. James Gunn. They got the guy who did Guardians and other films, obviously, but they went and got him, and then now, and then he's like, ah, oh, I don't know the, the business. And and um, Peter and yeah, and they got they got the old sap attack. So yeah. the, so it's like 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 that's that's one way of, of of doing it. And um, but like like it's like uh, what's his name? Tony Gilroy, who did Andor, right? Like that's somebody with the mind sophistication of a producer and a creator, and who could obviously like read a script and go, "This is trash." And like and he, like, directed, he directed the born, born movie. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it's like, but, but then at the same time, it's like, could you, could you produce star Wars rebels with Tony Gilroy being Kathleen Kennedy? Like, could he read that and go like, this is good. Cause I know he read the, uh, the uh, rebel scripts for, uh, for Andor and stuff like that. And like, so like, like it makes like, and once again, I don't think that they would give it to Tony Gilroy. That's not what He's I'm suggesting. But but I'm saying like like could you have? How do you find the person with the sophistication of Tony Gilroy? I know AAA game mm-hmm. producers understand how to find the right people and put them together and do groups to get large. Look, there's nothing small scale about Star Wars. Even if you say it's a two hour mm-hmm. movie, it's a large scale production, right? That's going to have ramifications over multiple films, maybe even games and movies and everything else. They're the ones that seem to get how to do it better than anyone else right now. Mm-hmm. All right, the the God of War guys understand how to that, name a Hollywood movie producer who can make a God of War movie. None. Look at how many great Uncharted games. No Uncharted good movies. Sorry, but, but, not but gonna happen. W- w- once again, though, a lot of people can do a lot of amazing stuff when they have unlimited time to do that amazing thing. It's being limited time. Rob, okay, Rob, Rob, compared to film, where you have between an hour and a half and two and a half hours classically. To, to tell a, a concise, really good story yeah, with all of the most three to four then, years, <coughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Like, I don't know. Time, I, if, your, if your goal is two hours, they'll get it down to two hours. You know, they just I, can't make a two hour video game because fans will revolt. I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate what you're saying for, for to be clear, but I don't think it's like a slam dunk. Yes. That means it works. Because because it's like being able to write like like it's a, it's a different genre it's a, it's a different thing like being able to get video game stuff made isn't the same as getting stuff done in Hollywood either it's not the same as work like working with fucking Hollywood crews and shit like uh, it's All a right, you got to pay for animal craft services and lumber you got to be there but. Uh, to, to all the sources of making Star Wars, I do not adhere to Rob's take on your career and the belittling of it. He likes to minimize you right. because he likes video game people. He says you're all yeah. shit and he hopes you die and that you never get to go back to work. I disagree with that huh? fundamentally. Well, I said it more elegantly than you. Certain, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> uh, hey, look, if, if I could be a producer, right? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> well, you could be a nepo. Be a nepo baby producer. Yeah, sure. We all can. You just go like, yeah, I'm producing the new Tron movie. If I had to choose between putting Jerry Bruckheimer in charge or whoever was, you know, in charge of putting together the Fallen Order series, what do you think I'm going to do? You know, Bruckheimer. 
This is old school. Royal Fino says this needs government to take a stance on it and decide who owns the likeness of the people who are no longer alive. Studios can't just use it for free. Somebody should get paid for it. You know what's going to do that, Mr. Fino? When they start to realize that, you know, um, they're using deep fakes and stuff like that to, to make the politicians say things that they don't say and they actually start to fill it. That's when it'll get real enough for them to actually regulate it until that happens in a more meaningful way, which it's just waiting to happen. The next election is probably going to be a huge issue. I would imagine if if Rob and I were running a, a, a Russian propaganda troll farm, I'd be like, yeah, you guys are going to start making deep fakes of, you know, of, of Biden, you know, doing whatever. Like you would do that for Trump. You'd do it. You'd love to do it. But. Uh-oh. Gentleman says, who writes her story? Hey, it's history, okay? This is a dude podcast. Got it straight. Michael Jackson's album. <laughs> um, I was watching this, like, randomly watching this, like, comedian uh, on, like, YouTube. And and uh, the, gu- the guy in the audience used to go to Neverland Ranch to take care of Ryan White when Ryan White would do that. And, like, the, the comedian asked him, he's like, oh, anything to say? And he's like, his voice was actually really deep. Michael Jackson's voice. So he said, so the guy was saying that Michael Jackson just did that voice for like the, the hi, Michael sure, Jackson. He was really like, I'm Michael Jackson. Give me Ryan White's butt. Uh-huh. I know you how I know it's a fake because anyone can do the voice. If anyone can do the voice, it's a fake voice. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. That's that's always been my rule, Jason. <laughs> if I can do it, anyway, it's not good. Like, like it's yeah. a fake voice. Ben, Ben, we were literally just talking about that at the start of the show. Benzo, I don't know if it was real or fake, but with the TikTok machine and said that it went to the to the Playboy Mansion with Hugh Hefner back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 true. Lucas claims he was going there for for a business to talk to make a, make make a business deal or something. Yeah. So trying to he was when he was trying to like lobby to get the uh, you know the film the, the the archive whatever that is the National Archive blah 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 that was that Ted Turner recoloring film day was it was the, it was the uh, Three Stooges thing right yeah. that was like like the the big the big irony of it do you remember that right they wanted to they were colorizing the Three Stooges and um, Lucas was like oh it's not as good it's not the same and then. Every, the internet blew. This is like the internet blew up about it, like too, like about stuff about it randomly. I remember. I don't think this thing happened then. It didn't, but it like blew up on the internet because George Lucas was putting the Three Stooges as bots, as as pit droids, into right. the fans, into the the fans of Menace, and they're like, this is ironic. But George Lucas's whole thing was, if the auteur wants to color his film, he can. But if the, the corporation cannot. Stooges, he can. He can. But no. But he was like. He was like. That was. The, but that was. That was the actual like misunderstanding. Maybe for comedy. I don't know. You know, for ironic comedy purposes, they were misunderstanding. But that was his whole thing. So like, yeah. If the creator of that Three Stooges episode wanted to put it in color, then by all means do I, it. Or but not. I just think like his technicality on that is no different than him saying, "I wasn't there for the women." I swear. Because you know? <laughs> look at the look hey. at. The, Look at the look on his face when he says it. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Royal Pena says, "I want more transparency. Someone with credibility that fans can trust and will talk to YouTubers and be upfront about 
what they're trying to do. More grand planning. KK hasn't managed the fandom enough. Double-edged sword, Jason. Mm -hmm. Because the minute James Gunn responds to shit on fucking threads or whatever, half of YouTube's uh, filmography guys or film pundits go out there and go, he should just shut up and make the films and never talk to anybody. So, you know. Yeah. Well, there, there's obviously... It's about balance. Lucasfilm decided to to make their online portion. I I don't know what you call that. I honestly, you I don't like it. Good, well, hmm. well, I don't well, know no, if this is true or not. But there you know might be a good pick. I don't know, Rob. Who? Let me let me. You finish what you're saying. <laughs> go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, it's no, no, right. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm more interested in what you have to say. No, no. Who yeah. is it, Rob? Who is it? No, that's no, all right. I already lost oh, what I was going to. I don't remember what I was going to say now, Rob. I forgot. Cuisine. Oh shit, that sounds good right now. What's up with that penguin chicken nuggets? I'm talking about James Gunn. Oh, they think they should get James Gunn? Well, you, you think yeah. that he's going to be doing DC for uh, Disney in six months, don't oh, you? But what because... about Lando, right? Mm -hmm. The guy who's been producing cameras. What about guy. Biscuits called yeah. Lando and it has Billy yeah. D. Williams yeah. on it? And then you make yeah. you make Lando? No? Oh, okay. Now they have that in Poland. No. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. But um no but they uh yeah instead of actually you know making behind the scenes stuff and talking about the development process they've decided to make this really they think is cute kind of cutesy like oh everybody let's pretend that we're a tv show at night because kids don't watch tv shows at night they don't watch they don't watch late night TV. So why are they, why did they model the whole online thing after that? I find that to be a little bit weird, but instead of like Ashley, like Kathy Kennedy ever talking about their mindset, what they're thinking, we only get this really fake PR bullshit. And on one hand, I feel sorry for them because I know that like when they do say anything, the few times they have been honest about the production, then it's used. I say politically, but to to attack it when Ryan Johnson talks about you know when the, even when they try to sell the narrative of Mark Hamill's like I can't believe what they're doing with my character, but then by the end of it he's like totally on board and he's all about it. But if you just stop any story at any point and then say this is where it ends, you could make most points that you want. Once again, thesis driven research. It's, it's that's what that is. And um, so when it comes to George to the um, to who's, who's going to like tell the story of like how George Lucas made star Wars. It's always going to be a piece of shit. And then because that's not real, nothing's real. That's the problem. There's no real history going on. The, the, the fandom menace guys are just making shit up, pulling it out of their fucking assholes. But so is Disney. So is Lucasfilm. They're never, yeah, they're not George really... picked Kathleen Kennedy. So if all of George's ideas were great, what about that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they, they, they just, um, yeah, so it's it's since everybody is making shit up, everybody's making just everything's fake. Not nothing's real, and the only time I feel like anything that that's real, it comes from me or Bespin about what's what we think is going on. And I don't prefer that. I would prefer it, they actually like transparently make like here's the making of this fucking thing. This was really hard for us. We figured it out though, because when the film comes out and you care and you're watching the making of things, you, generally speaking, most people care about. Rob doesn't. Rob hate watches those, but most normal people will only watch uh, the making. You of would think I would love it, but I hate their their PR driven bullshit version of it. Yeah, yeah, I prefer no, that that 
the the Phantom Menace one where you just let a camera roll in the background and you do some creative editing what you can. But even but, that, dude. I I watch that like like I that's no. they're so performing. Like Lucas is performing. They're all I know. everybody has their everybody's like this not because it's uncomfortable because they're just not comfortable being on camera. You yeah, know, but that one the minute you gotta you can't like hide a camera on people. They'll they'll mm-hmm. be picking their nose and jerking off at work. You know, so that'd be way cooler. You know, we saw like <laughs> Stacy just wants to burn everything. Fucking John John Knowles fucking digging for some gold. Gonna got this idea for uh, row one. And you're like, Holy I picked the winner. <laughs> and they're like, you made that joke five yeah, times in the last did. year, John. Hey, yeah. this earwax or uh, ketchup and mustard? <laughs> you know, it's it'd be great. Kathy Kennedy's fucking ripping ass. It's great. <laughs> Your what? Yeah. Well, um. Fina says Feige might come into Star Wars and be like, this is so much more flexible. I don't need to adapt or stay true to all these convoluted comic book stories that were created 25 years ago. I I I just don't believe that that will ever happen like in, in that way. Because number one, the people who are they aren't beholden to things 25 years ago. They're beholden to the things they just made. And most of the people who just made those things are still there. Or at least, so it, it's a lot more like if, uh, you know, imagine Rob wrote the, the the Ray fucking story journal from The Force Awakens. And I come in, I had to see him every day. And I'm like, you know what, Rob? Your fucking Ray journal fucking sucks. And I'm fucking erasing it, you bit. It, it's way more complicated than that. There's so many I'm more. I'm calling it Ray Blunner. <laughs> yeah. No, Ray but they, they, yeah. But, um, I I would imagine that if it was a creative, like if a Kevin Feige type did come in, you know, to this thing, I, I think that the way to go would be to go new era at that moment. That that's probably the the uh, smartest way to to handle it. Because I then- would go and hire all them cats that came up with cool ideas and cool one-offs for star wars visions and say give us your 24 episode story arc for this sort of thing and pick which ones are going to become movies and which ones are going to come an animated series mm-hmm. that's what i would do you know yeah and well, I, would, I would make sure they have an american sensibility pass the script right so we're all cool on that but other than that man like that's where i would start you know yeah I, I, what, what i would do is i wouldn't really make it a democracy like for that for, for like for just talking about visions for a second I wouldn't make it a democracy, but I would make the fans think that it was. And by not making it a scientific vote, and I would be like, oh, which which of the stories from Visions do you want to continue? Because then you would drum up a fuck ton of social media interaction. People would be making videos right. saying, here's why you need to you need to do the whatever Jedi story that I liked and all that kind of stuff. And then when they do do it, the fans feel like they had their little taint tickled specifically because they wanted it. And then, and then now they are loyal to it, and and obviously make it good, you know, to do your best to like not make it a shit show. And then you, uh, yeah, you you like you can make that visions a sub brand, something really strong if they. We're not looking to score the greatest ever every time. What we're trying to 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 define is a consistent bar of consistency, right? Right. Like a base level of consistency, you know, where we can fluctuate within minute ups and downs. Yeah, what we don't want is wild swings, right? We want to avoid that as much yeah. as possible. We're, we're, we're all of Lucasfilm right now and has been Luke on on 
Cloud City while swinging that lightsaber around, just seeing what if he could hit one of those boxes Darth Vader throws at him, you know. And it's like uh, that's that's exactly what what it is. And unfortunately, like for instance, Rogue One was the home run of those. I still think the home run was was kind of t balled up by the Force Awakens for it, to be honest. But it was the home run. And then by the time they went to execute anything else on it about it, they it was like years later. And I think most people don't really make the Cassian end or connection between Rogue One. Like the show probably should have been called Rogue One Andor. And even though it's not about Rogue One, it does become about Rogue One. Yeah. Because Rogue then, One becomes a sub series story. Yeah. In the way that I felt the Kenobi thing should have been Dark Times. Could have been Dark yeah. Times Kenobi, Dark Times Inquisitors, Dark Times, you know, they define the eras as storylines, actual storylines, not BBY 2206789, like that bullshit. Which Andor know? also did. And I was like, Andor, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. No but they cares. tried it. They actually tried it. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, Jonesy says. Lucas took inspiration for Yoda's head on Dagobah from Hugh Hefner's Mansion Grotto while sitting in a bathing ring under the waterfall with a glass of Cristal in hand and two blondes at his side. Hey, he's more of a brunette guy. Pay attention. I was going to say you're right. more of a brunette guy. Okay. <laughs> I was literally about to have Lucas come on the stage. You beat yeah. me before the click. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Georgia. Gior- Georgia. And then Royal Fino goes on to say, Somebody with power at Lucasfilm needs to be more transparent about what they are doing to build confidence in the fandom. The corporate PR stuff is allowing the haters to um, feast on the unknown. See, that right there is a really interesting kind of like, it's an, it's an interesting bubble. You definitely can lose control of it. With, with the uh, prequels, they lost control of the discourse and their their power, the power that they did have over the press. And they just completely, it went full clerks on them. That's how they bad, they fucked up that prequel era. And um, you could make all the arguments you want that, that it deserved it and so on. But once again, we're talking about PR. Pe- people murder people and they still turn the PR into positive stuff sometimes. Like there's ways of doing this if you're crafty. And they just were not crafty at all. You know what I mean? Um, so the point being though is if I release like a, like, let's just say I release like a spoiler, like the best spoiler of all time. Realistically, in terms of reads, it's probably going to be under 300,000 reads for it. Put that in just in the context of their claims that Ahsoka's first episode got 14 million views, whether you believe that or not, but just put it in the context of that. Um, that's, I just talked about the biggest spoiler of all time with the most average Star Wars show in a while. Like it's very, it's pretty much in the middle, the Ahsoka one. And so you end up with none of this really kind of matters in a way it's, it's important to some extent it can become a thing, but for the most part, it's, it doesn't matter to the most part, the things that we cry about, they don't matter to the person at the grocery store like we always say yeah put it put it in willow that's that's an idea um but anyways um my buddy that by the way we're talking about stranger things (laughs) yeah man that metallica thing really took off for kids and i'm like yeah well they tried that on willow it hit like a fart to win he was like metallica's in willow i'm like (laughs) like, yes sir (laughs) yes sir um 
I just went to, I just took a drink of water thinking it was like new water, but it tastes fucking like some kid put candy in it. Oh. Yeah. It's awful. That said, uh, water, man. this is the, well, no, that's, that's what I was going for. I was going for this water, but I think Penny probably put a piece of candy in that water before she left just to be a weirdo. Anyways, though, um, yeah, the, so it, it's like, you can Streisand affect things is what I'm trying to say is with the Streisand effect is Barbara Streisand didn't want her home photographed and stuff like that. She made a big O stink about it. And now everybody was writing articles and talking about Barbara Streisand's home, showing the picture she didn't want shown of her home. And so on one hand, Lucasfilm knows that you can Streisand effect these, these things. So by talking and even contending with the discourse, they're giving it fuel and so they usually take this, the, the 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 perspective of let's just not, like let's just not interact. But I also think that there's ways of of doing it better. There's ways, especially of like your ardent defenders. You could really like give them like kind of what you want them to say, and they'll just echo it. I don't I don't agree with it. I don't like it, but but it's what they do. Oh, thank you for the super chat, Shogun. He says maybe the prob Star Wars has massive tilt factor that its version of good is every other IP's great. It's great, it's legendary, but legendary doesn't just happen. Yeah. Yeah, it I, doesn't I, happen and it doesn't happen on command. Right. And so like like you get lucky that I've talked about this many times. You can have a, a really big hit the first time out. Mm -hmm. but it's almost luck to repeat it. You need, you need, it takes more and more people to recreate that standard every time. And what you really want to do is just find a good groove that allows you to not so good. And also, and then possibly the great, right? Yeah. And because we're, we're in the process of creating more stuff than we ever had before. Uh, the chances of that increase, if everyone's, you know, on the same page, I just think, there's something that happens, Jason. You know, if you look at Pixar, you look at Marvel, there's something consistent where they get these wins and they have a really big zeitgeist moment, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, right, they just fall down. I don't know what that is, right? And if that's yeah. even avoidable. Because, I mean, I feel Lucas hit it with Return of the Jedi. I think he had two big wins and then sort of just made something for you know, I don't I don't want to do this I don't want to do that this is good enough I don't want to do budget budget but no, no that uh, we with that the uh, I I think the uh, difference with George on the first two is that he was allowed to do them on the third one everybody wants to kiss fucking Marsha's ass but Marsha wasn't letting giving him permission to make it he was making Return of the Jedi while his wife was telling him not to then she started fucking cheating on him over it. And and because he wouldn't stop working because he's like a workaholic, and whatever. I mean, and once again, I don't think anybody should be mean to her. I just don't no. think that it, that everything should always be about how great Marsha was. But but at the same time, Marsha gave us Return of the, uh, gave us a New Hope. I think and I also think she kind of took some of Return of the Jedi away from us at the same time. So I'm going to call it even, Stevens with Marsha, and just be cool. You know, that's Walter my statement. A lot of a New Hope too. So let's not forget. Yeah. Who Walter Merch? Paul Hirsch. Oh, Paul Hirsch. Yeah. 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 Sole Walter, editor on that film. For what about Walter Merch? Why do you hate Walter Merch? What do you have against Walter Merch? Uh, what did Merch do? 
Don't you like the merch rights? Sorry. Are you trying to make me play this game? And I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> you just go on. I could. I could watch you. This come, on. come on. Come on. But a uh, come on a Walter Shuffle. merch a Walter merch <laughs> book called the merch rights. Come on, yeah. I'd read it. Yeah, the chosen pun. <laughs> there we go, the chosen <laughs> pun. Well, I think we did it, Rob. I think we did it. I mean, we, look, look, look at Brandon. Look at his face right now. I think you. I think we've taken all of all of his power, all of his love for life away from him. And I think, but you know what? I think he'll be back tomorrow. You know why? Loki uh, final finality tonight. Is it tonight or is it Thursday? That was Tuesday. Oh Tuesday. yeah, I I need to get I need to get get caught up with that. I gotta I gotta I watched the first two. I need to watch like the other four or the other three, and then the last one when it hits. But yeah, yeah, we're uh, all killing it on the music, bro. Yeah, yeah. Once again, like like you know, that's where you can see somebody who adds does a good job outside of the star wars thing and then i think they fuck i think they fucked her up man i don't think she i don't think it's her fault i think john williams coming in and not enough time and all that stuff i think it just fucked up the, that that kenobi score from being what it what it could have been and it's too bad you know well, given that kelly dixon said that was director driven i am blaming deborah chow on this one hey but all right i i don't know do, the editor do, of the series tells you who was in charge. I'm I'm inclined I'm inclined to believe it. Yeah, but it's just like Hello it's, Hello it's the same thing with like with like JJ Abrams though. Look at JJ Abrams with time and look at JJ Abrams with no time. Directly with the director. I mean it's not you know they're working. Yeah, but you you, you can't you can't fucking edit something that, that you didn't have the money to shoot. You can't if you don't have the coverage, you can't fucking edit that. That's so I don't think so. I think it's I think it's Lucasfilm's fault for the for the time crunch and the budget. Oh, that fair enough. You know what I mean? Should, I, that's the I, one I think, thing they should not have rushed. No one was like, yeah, like quickly. when they were gonna film Kenobi in the UK, there's no way that Leia running scene happens that way. There's no fucking way. You know what I mean? It just it, that that would not happen. The Pinewood crew would would be like, what? We can't do it that way. That doesn't make sense. And but this 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 way was like, oh, we're gonna go to this fucking park and film for an afternoon really quickly and hope nobody catches us. And that's what we get. So, but yeah, but but at the same time, you're right, you are right. I mean, Deborah Chow, um, if it was a great success, we would be patting her on the back and saying it's chow time. Correct. And 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 uh well it was a it was a, a success, but not a visual yeah. one. <laughs> I think we'll say it was a corporate success. Corporate success, but anyways, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be back. I got a busy week ahead of me, but this is a little quiet before the storm thing for me. But I kind of have been having fun with the computer and everything working, and uh, so um, Fortnite OG is switching to season six in two days. Says says Mister Bestino. But anyways. <laughs> Uh, we'll yeah, so we'll call it a we'll, we'll call it a day. I, I want to come back tomorrow. Hopefully, we can. If everything goes according to plan, we will. And uh, yeah, anything to say before we go, Rob? I ruin the show. No, right, that's fair. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show.
spaceships. 